Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, save the Queen! Hello and welcome back. It is just over a week on since the big announcement and uh, we are oh, exhausted, I think, possibly. Uh, Russell Myers, Royal Editor of the Daily Mirror, back with me, your Pod Save the Queen host, Anne Gripper. Russell, I think we've probably seen more of each other this week than we have of our partners. That is definitely true. That is definitely true. Um... Oh, there we go. That's better. Get into your microphone. Sorry, it's just gosh, all of it's, I'm not, it's I'm not at the races. Not I don't the know race. what, what day is it. I, well, we're on the well, space-time continuum. We're we recording are. this on Thursday evening, but it will be going live overnight on Friday morning so UK time. we're taking time. you into the future. We're taking you into the future, which we know always confuses Russell. Um, lots <laughs> lots to talk about today because the There's Royals... also confuses me, to be honest. Well, this is, this is true, even on a normal week. Absolutely. And let's face it, this has not been a normal no. week. Although there was some degree of returning to a bit of business as usual this mm-hmm. week. We had a trip to Bradford with the Cambridges, which you I went did. on, which we'll be asking you about lots yes. in a moment. And there was also um, a trip to Buckingham Palace yes. today or yesterday for those of us who are listening, those mean, of you I'm who are listening already. to us in the future, to see Prince Harry doing the Rugby League World Cup draw with yeah. some grandees of sport, um, which was excellent. And um, yeah, some breaking breaking news. Your front page story tomorrow, which is exciting. The latest on the negotiations which we will come to later and also some views from Canada which is obviously where the Sussexes are hoping to move to. Oh we've had some feedback. Some feedback so a couple of messages from listeners and also um, highlighting some um, a poll that was carried out there. Oh yes. Russell's looking interested in this already so I'll throw this in now just as a little teaser for some of the conversation that will come later so um, 1226 Ebby on Instagram said the polling agency Angus Reid has just released a poll showing Canadian attitudes towards Harry and Meghan living here. 73% against paying anything for them, especially in our French province, Quebec, easily found by Googling both on their own website and in the press today in Canada. Um, so I did use the aforementioned Google and find the uh, find the link. And it is it is interesting. And That's that a lot. It is a lot. So it, it, it's interesting that, yeah. you know, it kind of comes down to money here and it also comes down to money to a degree over there. Definitely. Although also the... Um, the Globe and Mail editorial that I referenced the other mm. day, that's made big news yeah, over here now as well about how yeah. you know the royals can't necessarily 
just rock up there anyway more of that later oh and I've got a special present for Russell because he's been working so hard um it was meant to just be like a nice thing that was mildly funny and then it turned into a whole metaphor oh for Harry and Meghan leaving the ro- well oh. leave, stepping back as senior royals so we will come to that later and I hope you find it as funny as me um, I'm sure I, I will well, I hope our listeners find it well, as I'll funny laugh as regardless all right well, let's have a deal. thank you so um Bradford up yes. north in Yorkshire yeah White, the white God's rose. own country, they yes. call it, don't they? People of Yorkshire are extremely proud of Yorkshire. So and I'm, why wouldn't they be? Wouldn't it they is be? a stunning, stunning county. Um, so, yes. Well, there's more than one, isn't there? And North, south. They're all different counties. East West, yeah. Is it the riding of there's Yorkshire? There's no West Yorkshire. Oh, is there? Oh, dear. West Yorkshire police, you do have. Experts on royals. Yeah, police. Less so yeah. on Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a stunning place. A stunning Bradford place. was very sunny, if a little chilly. And uh, we're being brave today because um, we have no fashion expert with us. And Kristen Evelyn did com- comment, always enjoy your analysis. Already looking forward to you guys chatting about today's visit by the Cambridges and the Duchess's pussy bow dress. Boing. Lol, fashion time for Russell. And yes, I did get a couple of shout outs, actually. I bet saying, I bet you are losing your mind <laughs> <laughs> at the sight of being uh, so close to the Duchess wearing a pussy bow. Yes. I can cool. confirm I was getting very excited. <laughs> But even more excited about the famous boxer, Amir King Khan, being there. And Russell even made it into Amir's Instagram stories. Look at this. Fame at last. Fame at last. And, you know, shout out to Amir King Khan, um, (coughs) who has been one of my sporting heroes, it must be said. Huge respect for what he's achieved in uh, his profession. Um, And he was an absolute gent. He was wonderful to be around. He had a great chat to William. So basically, I was in Bradford uh, yesterday, Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday. Space time continuing continues um, because it was business as usual for some of the royals. Um, William and Kate were there. They're visiting a number of uh, community-led engagements, people. And it was a really classic engagement. There was lots of interesting things going on. They were super animated. Yeah. There were loads of lots nice of people. people out. Lots of people Waving out. flags. Everyone. Uh, excited to see Very them. So. Interesting kind of interactions. Hugging children. Yeah. Uh, Prince William looking at a, a biography of his dad that someone had handed really? over to him to have a look right. at. Yeah, yeah. The pictures on the Instagram at Podsay, which and really I just tickled out. me. Because, you know, we do the engagements, can't go to all of them. So, would you, you know, we have a, the Royal Rotor system, which we've discussed recently. Um, and I got the one at the Curry House. Did you get to eat it? I did, indeed. So, shout out to the guys and gals at Myla Hall in Bradford for their exceedingly good food. And for keeping us fed and waters um, after the engagement, after the work was done. So, did William and Kate make you a milkshake? <laughs> they didn't make me one, but they did make a couple of uh, mango milkshake and a coffee. Yeah. It's a, it's a dessert, I think. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I've I'm never not, had it. I'm it looked delicious. Well, all the food at this Monlahor place, well, you think I've got shares in it now. I'm bigging them up so much. <laughs> but the food, the food was very good. And uh, we were very well treated. And they were, and William and Kate seemed to have a great time. They were meeting. The reason why we were there, because they run an apprenticeship scheme for young kids at Bradford College to get into catering, you know, cooking food and stuff. And they've got a sort of chain of restaurants. And they also do this amazing scheme called the Curry Circle, which um, offers a free hot two-course meal to the homeless or to people who are struggling to make ends meet every week. 
at one of the restaurants. Amazing. It's a fantastic um, initiative. It's by the Muslim Women's Council up in Bradford. Shout out to them. They were really accommodating, gave us loads of their time. And uh, yeah, it's a really, really good initiative. So it was um, it was jolly all round. So obviously Amir, Amir Khan was there and he was speaking to William about his sort of foundation, getting kids into sport, boxing, what have you. Um, but I was witnessing a, a little bit of a collaboration. So you might hear it, hear it first because he was saying, listen, because uh, obviously they went to Pakistan recently, hugely successful tour. And they were obviously in Lahore. And, um, you know, uh, Amir Khan's got um, dual sort of heritage. And he was speaking to them about um, his foundation in Pakistan and, you know, working with kids. And he said, listen, if there's anything we can do together, and William jumped on it and he was like, well, we do do this thing with heads up. We're talking about, you know, reducing the rate of male suicides and talking about mental health in the game of football. And I'd be really interested to see how it works in the sport of boxing. So two big titans of their game could be formulating to uh to do a really exciting project so watch this space and now that me and Amir Khan are mates yeah you know it's gonna I imagine you'll be sparring with well, him next course, week yeah it's well fine. I wouldn't mind actually yeah I mean with that face right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, b- boxing is a really interesting sport from a kind of mental health point of view because it's uh, it's often touted as being a good way for kids that are uh, troublesome at yeah, school definitely. it's a really good yeah. outlet for them and, you know, it's quite and they're normally the centre of their communities boxing clubs aren't they and and normally in deprived areas this is sort of the background the history of um you know lots of rags to riches stories that are made through through the sport of boxing and um amir khan seemed uh seemed an absolute gen and w- one of the things which i will give him kudos for he didn't dodge the questions about Megan that were put to him. So he was asked, and he spoke quite candidly, really, about how, you know, he was asked about Megan's situation and whether he believed Britain to be a racist country, which he said he didn't. He'd always been very welcome here. I mean, obviously, he's a British superstar. Um, he's won world titles, former Olympic champion, but he said... I think he got a silver. I don't think he won oh, it. Oh, gosh. Did he? Yeah, he might have been a silver medalist. But he was an Olympic hero. He is an Olympic legend. So Everyone loves a trier, yes. particularly in the UK. You don't have to win. Um, and he was saying, what, what I thought was quite telling is that he said, you know, he's had problems, much publicised problems with his family and recent issues um, and come out the other side of it. And he's got a, a, a baby, on the, another baby on the way. He's got two daughters um, at present. And he was saying, you know, I've, I've often been you know had offers to move abroad or I've had issues in my own family and he said that he thought that Harry and Meghan had made a reckless decision sort of by by jumping the gun as it were by publishing this statement by um you know going forward with this plan before it had been formulated and just said that he you know he thought that they should all sit down for the good of the family because the family is you know loved respected and revered around the world and at the end of the day, families should come together. And I thought that was quite poignant. And he spoke of, about how um, he, he, he wished them all the best and that, you know, you always come home at the end of the day. And he thought that Harry, reading between the lines, I think he thought that Harry would want to come home one day. If, if indeed he doesn't come back. Interesting, interesting. And there was William made a sort of a bit of a reference to the situation yes. as well. Yeah, so he was at a, um, a children's centre and there was, uh, there was, you know, speaking about the relationship between the two communities. There's big Muslim and, and um, Christian communities living side by side in Bradford. And, and I think it was kind of put to him about the rela- relationship aspect of living in a sort of multi-ethnic community. 
And, you know, paraphrasing, he was saying that sometimes we all need to take a step back and realise what the issues are and think about, you know, people who may think that there's an issue but doesn't need to be and we kind of just let people need to work out and... uh, Sorry, my phone's going. Hot news, hot news? Uh, Or just someone else wanting you on the telly? Well, it's probably the the, the, the news editor saying where on earth he's disappeared to, but... Our listeners are more important than uh, than Dominic. We will not tell him that. Yeah, no, definitely. But, um, but back to William. Listen, he was talking about uh, cohesion within the family and how that is really, really important. And and I think that, you know, he's not silly, William. And he definitely made those comments with one eye on the press pack who were listening and the, you know, the absolute tumultuous week that the uh, the family have, um, have, have been under. Did it, was the atmosphere weird did, or did it feel no, normal? No, they're, they're, you know... They're very good. They know the score. They know, you know, there was lots of people waving flags and really, really interested to meet them. Um, It was put to me that that, um, William had an answer, locked and loaded, ready, if someone had sort of ambushed him in the crowd and said anything. Which is sensible. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, they've got to prepare for this, haven't they? Because someone ambushes you with a question about how your brother is uh, and and, um, your sister-in-law are leaving the family, then you've got to be able to bat it away. And they've been doing this long enough now, so they were they were well prepared. But you didn't have to use it. Everyone was uh, was well behaved, I suppose. I think there was a lot of uh, excitement. People seeing the the pictures and particularly the video of you know Kate chatting with the children, and then there was yeah. a little uh, a toddler, a sort of eighteen month old that she was you know sort of had on her hip cuddling yeah. at one stage. She loves the babies. She loves the babies, and then he, I th- but she did say like I think William doesn't want any. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean she'd probably have you know a whole another brood, but she loves the kids. Whole football team. Yeah, uh, but she's. I think yeah, she said to someone, I think Williams. You know, he's dumb. Enough, enough. Um, the downside of you being at the curry engagement. There I was presume, no downside. But you missed out on the cake. Oh, yeah, but I'm always, a, I'm a savoury more than a sweet guy. Well, shout out to Danielle Stacey because a former, you know, a yes, formerly former of the podcast and now podcast. at now over at uh, Hello Magazine these days. Yeah. Um, but she got to eat the cakes and she did say they were Delish. very, very delicious. Um, <laughs> if you haven't yet seen the pictures, um, Cupcaker Bradford, I think is the Instagram account. Okay. And... They are really, it's incredible. It is very many kind of tears and then it's sort of disassembled tears and other bits and it, it's all little framed pictures. That was like the whole evolution of William and Kate from oh, yeah. being small children, like baby pictures all the way up to, you know, and then a whole load of wedding pictures. Very tasty. It was incredible. And then I think the um, the baker, she said that they would packed up the top tier and the, the pictures, the cupcakes with their pictures on them. Are you sweet or savoury girl? I mean, curry and cake is ideal. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, that is a pretty epic combination. Um, oh, it's depending on the mood. Ooh, you need to have both. Yeah, you do. You need to have, need both, to have both in your life. So that was Wednesday then with the Cambridges. Well, where no, are we? Where, where are we? So to, today, as we're recording this Thursday, earlier today, Russell, if you need reminding, a few hours ago, you yes, were at Buckingham Palace. I was indeed. How was the atmosphere there? With the Duke of Sussex? Well, he was very jolly, actually. I mean, he normally, uh, you know, gives us a glare and a scowl of late. Um, you know, he's, he's, he doesn't necessarily like the press being there. And even though we're reporting on his fantastic endeavours that he, uh, he's he been publicising this week, like the Invictus Games, I've said it on record that I don't think it would have been the success 
you know, a due success um, that it has been without the help of uh, of us. And you know, we've always been really happy and privileged to go there because it's a it's a fantastic sporting event. Um, but he was launching the rugby world, the rugby league World Cup draw, which is taking place in the UK. Small bit of sporting history for yeah. our international listeners, particularly kind of America. Oh yeah. So rugby, we have two forms of rugby. There is rugby union and there is rugby league. Last year there was the rugby union World Cup, which was won by South Africa. Congratulations to our South African listeners once again after beating England in the final. Um, but rugby league came out essentially of. Um, um, players wanted to go professional, I think. Is, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah probably. Yeah. That was, I think it was when it, it divided mm. and the, the rules are slightly different. Mm. Um, basically, I mean, I'm not going to go into the details, but, but essentially the rules are a bit different. And I think back in the day, the shorts were a bit tighter yeah. a bit sooner because and they were professional. And professional. anyone in the north of England will tell you it's a tougher sport. Yes. The, the stereotype and I don't necessarily is, disagree. The stereotype is that rugby union is played by posh southern boys. Yes. And that uh, <laughs> rugby league is played by tough Absolute northern boys. Hard nuts, yeah, but the rugby league world cup this time around, which is going to be next year, yeah. it's going to be the men's and the women's and the wheelchair, Brilliant. all as yeah. one event. So, Absolutely. which kind of fits in really well with the kind of values of that, that he has. Prince Beef, Harry yeah. has been has been pushing, and also they're doing a mental health initiative around it yes. as well. Yes. For the first time, the mental health charter that they've released, which is you know a fantastic. Um, uh, uh, event to have brought in to some a big big sporting event like this obviously William has been speaking about his own issues with trying to raise the profile of mental health in sport um and Harry is you know has been involved in this I don't think there's necessarily any competition when it comes to stuff like this I know that people will, will end up saying that about you know this could be a sign of things to come for the brothers that they are you know competing with each other on mental health initiatives i know i I know but it will be made won't it people will say oh gosh well they're treading on each other's toes but i think when it comes to this it's uh let's all let's all get it out there they are both working for the greater good on this aspect so you say harry was harry was relatively jolly throughout the um throughout the event yeah yeah i mean he didn't so we were outside in the garden then they'd set up like a mini uh, rugby pitch for these kids to come and sort of play touch rugby and he came out and he met a few of them having a laugh with them saying be careful of the grass because i'll be in trouble oh yeah i mean he was in great form and i mean he's he's very comfortable around children he's always sort of in his element you know he's doing something to do with sport and he was he was just very jolly Although one cheeky reporter did shout out and say, Harry, how are the Harry? preparations? Harry, not, I know. Not even sir or no, not sir. Um, your highness. Cheeky person it was. Oof, and yeah. um, naming no names. However, they said, Harry, uh, how are the preparations going for you leaving the family or something? like that?" And uh, he laughed out loud, which is, you know, I don't think I've seen him laugh at anything we've said. For a long time. <laughs> so maybe he's thinking, you know, I won't be dealing with this anymore and I'll just be doing my engagements, publicising on Instagram, which is which is how they want it. And which, in fact, is what Megan has done the last couple of days. Well, she hasn't been putting on Instagram, which is quite interesting. In fact, she hasn't. She's taking a back seat. I mean, which is probably wise, seeing as she's left to leave Harry to face the music with his grandmother and his father and his brother, who were no doubt, uh, you know, fairly 
miffed miffed about the way that things had turned out over the last week and so he was summoned as we've previously sp- previously spoken about um to Sandringham to try and sort this out now negotiations are ongoing the obviously there's an awful lot to discuss and, and this, this is, is when we jump into the future yes so this is russell's hot tip he's been very busy yes. this afternoon writing very for busy. the paper now it is our understanding from um from top Sources within the government who are a, a big part of these uh, plans, drawing up the strategy about how the Sussexes will leave. Now, the Queen had obviously said that uh, she wanted this sorted out within days, not weeks. Now, that goes, this was hand in love with the fact of the admission that these are complex issues that will take time. So it didn't really ring, um, you know, not necessarily true. It's just a, it's just a very, very delicate issue. Now, what is happening is there are an awful lot of people working round the clock. And by round the clock, I mean round the clock. Not just you. Not just me. I mean, it, what day is it? What, what year is it? I keep writing 2018. Oh, dear. I've gone that mad. <laughs> so, I get, you know, God knows what's going on. Um, so anyway, back to the story. It is about uh, the fact that people working around the clock. There's uh, government ministers, people at number 10 Downing Street. They've got people from the Home Office. They're working with their counterparts in Canada, obviously thrashing out the issues which we've discussed about security, where will they live, how they pay tax. There is big implications here about their how they will finance their lifestyle. How will they be responsible for those finances? And also... The major sticking point here is how they will formulate any corporate contracts that they may wish to uh, to go and pursue. Now, obviously, that you know Harry and Meghan, I dare say, would never want to anger the Queen and to go ahead and and to be pursuing corporate deals that would tarnish the reputation of the Crown or the monarchy. So, um, which one? Same thing, of But the, the 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 issue here is that they have been told by their PR gurus on the other side of the Atlantic that they stand to make an awful lot of money, whether that will go into a charitable venture or not. And obviously that will have certain implications for their money and their tax. But this is the big sticking point because these, these legal issues, the framework which this will be built around, is not possible to just write on the back of a fag packet and sort it out within a few days. So there is huge pressure at the government departments um, to come up with a a strategy, a plan of action, something that can actually be put down on paper so they can actually agree upon this. Now, I think that, um, well, I am told that Harry has got several meetings at the start of next week. That's why he won't be going to Canada straight away. He has, um, you know, there, there, there may not be engagements in the, in the diary. I was told that he had... Um, potential some engagements later on in the month, but certainly there are meetings taking place to try and thrash out this deal. But the the actual final deal of where we're looking at, of the um, details around them signing contracts using the Sussex Royal brand will take up to six months. Now, this is quite a devastating blow for them. However, um, you know, people in, within the government departments are saying that the plans that they had made, even though they'd launched this flashy website on sussexroyal.org, were virtually non-existent. And that is a huge problem because you can't just say we're going to become financially independent, stop taking the taxpayer coin, as noble as that is, and I think that is widely accepted, that that is a good idea if they want to pursue these ventures, which, which I've said could work. I'm supportive of it. I just think they have jumped the gun and they felt pressured into... Um, doing things this way 
And obviously that was part of the discussions that were held at the Sandring of Subit. Um, but it's going to take an awful long time to sort out. Well, it's a good thing that they have uh, negotiated the Brexit stuff already. <laughs> it's sad. Oh, well, personally, God. I'm going to be sad that we're leaving Europe at the end of January. Yeah. But I'd imagine the uh, the what are we they? We shall them? still re- the, remain European. We will remain European. So shout out to our European listeners. Um, but the mandarins or whatever they're called, you know, the, the civil servants and all the bods that are trying to sort out this now mm. you know there must be glad it's like you know at least it's only one complicated set of i mean most things. although they are although we have to say actually the brexit stuff will be ongoing because there's a whole load of other of course, political is, future relationships to deal with that it never stops the conversations i was having is where do they think we're getting these people from you know these are people from the home office a huge um um issues to take hold of to do with Brexit and there aren't enough people in the departments um, so it's 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 proving a bit of a sticking point. A bit of a side um, yeah a bit of a distraction yeah. um, so on the Canada point uh, let's oh in fact I'll, there's a couple of other comments that I wanted to pull in as well. Kerry Berry 4 on Instagram said I don't think you are hearing Harry and Meghan when they say they are struggling if they say they are struggling in reality it's probably five times worse and there's a real problem. Mental health is a serious thing maybe have some real sympathy in instead of nitpicking everything they do. The thing that I was thinking about when you were just saying that it's probably not going to be going back to Canada to see Meghan and Archie for a little while. Not in the immediate future, no. It's it's difficult. He's kind of in a bit of a corner because if he goes, it's like, oh, you know, he gets hammered again for the carbon and emissions and all of that stuff. And, you know, for all you've got, Skype, which is great, and you can video call. But it's not... He's seen his boy for it. You know, I do feel for him. This is something that... Yeah, he hasn't seen his son, his wife, and it's it's a very who's going to give him a hug? Time. Who's going to give him a hug? When Maybe he's his had, granny gave him one after he apologised. You know, we never know, do we? But you know, he's going through an immensely stressful Absolutely. period yeah. of time. Yeah. St- relationships with his family are clearly strained, strained yeah. not least because he's trying to break away from them. Even if you know, even if the relationships were rosier before than we think they were um but you know clearly there were already issues with the relationships and now he's trying to break away and he's he's de- he's here he's dealing with it on his own his relationship with his friends has seemingly changed um you know as it as it often does when you get a partner and have a child it's difficult to maintain all those friendships that you used to rely on you know going out and having a wild party mm. with or whatever you know who i you know, I, he he must be very lonely right now. I think so. He's just on his own in um, you know, his house in Windsor. And if he was already, you know, if you're already struggling, and then you've got that on top of it. So anyway, there's, there's well, well William's c- comments to that effect were quite um, poignant. The fact of he said um, it's about recognizing the issues of what somebody is having and to say, listen. You know, we can we can work through this, and that's this will give us. A, it's better to do that than to be stuck in a state of paralysis. He said. So at least now they know there is a problem, and they can yeah. start working on it. Um, one comment which I I enjoyed, but I have no answer to, came from Katie Hicklin, who said, "Love the podcast. Do you think Kate and the Queen wearing brown after the Sussex announcement and visit to Canada House was a coincidence or planned show of support?" So I like that thought. It's very I good mean, observation. We need to speak to Amber on this. Uh, wow. Well, Oh, I mean, we also need to kind of go inside the mind of probably Angela Kelly, I should think, who was uh, who was doing the dressing of the Queen at the very least. Um, right on the Canada question, this is one of my favourite messages that I've um, had over the last week or so. And thank you to everybody who has been messaging us on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, um, we've got a lot of lovely new followers and hopefully lovely new listeners as well. So do welcome 
please do message us. I yeah. tried to read all of them, and I'm very sorry if I've missed yours. Um, feel free to re- well, re- it was resend it. very kind of Elizabeth Holmes to give us a us. shout out shout out and spread the word of the podcast yeah so we like we, we're very grateful for yeah, everyone who has grateful. been recommending us but anyway so this um message from sue wood uh is i'm an expat who emigrated to canada i'm in contact with many people who are recent immigrants or who want to move to canada and most people are irate that the sussexes feel they can just come over here they can visit for up to six months on a visitor's visa but cannot work at all or they can apply for landed immigrant status as Harry hasn't a university en- education, a necessary trade, and is over 30, his points are nowhere near enough. Meghan might still have her immigrant status as long as it wasn't tied to her TV contract. I think it will be a PR nightmare. Also, a lot of my Canadian friends don't want to be on the hook for the security that will be needed. Great podcast. Makes mm. me feel a little less homesick. Oh. Which is very lovely. So, yeah, all of all of you who are Brits abroad who like to listen to us for a little taste of home, then shout out to you. And we forgot Alaska on our US map. No, I coloured it in. Was it here? Yeah, it was coloured in pink. Uh, they I, sent her... I, I can't remember the name of the fabulous lady that sent me a picture of her and her partner, and I think there was a moose in the background, <laughs> which was... We are going to... So we're going to do... An, maybe I'm going to announce it now. Our next map. Oh, yeah. Our next map. I think it has to be Canada. Yes. If the Sussexes are moving to Canada, yeah, we need yeah. to fill in the Let's Canadian provinces. So uh, maybe we should up up the game this time. Up the ante. Up the ante. So I will po- I will post a picture of the map you know, anyone next lives week. in South America, do you reckon? Give us a shout-out. Yes, shout out. we have had South America, but we're going Canada first. Canada first. Sorry, Start I'm jumping Canada. the gun. Sorry, the, sorry. I have many maps for us. So it's going to be a running, running theme. So, um, you know, we would love to uh, have a little picture of you if you are willing for us to share it in our stories and um, we can see who some of our fabulous uh, listeners are. And otherwise, just comment on the picture and let us know where you are and we will write you in on our map. So... I mean, it is. Qu- I have to say, I do quite enjoy it if I'm having a stressful day. It's like, I'll, ju- I'll just do some colouring now. It's good. It's mindfulness. The it's bosses nice. aren't listening to this. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I sit in a, it's not a cupboard. I sit in a little pod you thing with, pod. with my boss. And I mean, he's not commented on the fact that I'm doing colouring <laughs> in. I do sometimes just go looking sit in the ki- gifts. kitchen with a sandwich. I work on the internet. Looking at cat gifts is, is part it, yeah, of the job. job. description, yeah. It is part of the job. So, um, so that is... Canada. So, I mean, I, I do think that is interesting. So, you've got the tax question, you've got the immigration status, and you know, it's, you're practically kind of rewriting laws for these people exactly. in some ways. It's very complicated. So, we'll see what happens. Um, on the security question, yeah. one thing that I will just uh, throw in is it's been reported that Prince Andrew will not be having his security in quite I the know. same way he has been. Could could uh, be having his security downgraded because he's obviously lost his privileges as a senior member of the royal family. And again, what does that mean for Harry and Meghan? Um, and if you know, he, the fact that he could lose his security detail, he might have to pay for it out of his own pocket, as he did with his daughters. As he did with his daughters, yeah. So he could be, you know, he's already lost his office. He's already had to pay a sizable amount of money to his PA. And now he might have to cough up a few more quid to pay for the bodyguards. Because I know there are a lot of um, people who, you know, kind of have uh, been disappointed in some Mm. ways that the royals were more disappointed in Harry and Meghan than was expressed around Prince Andrew. I think, I mean, in that in that token, there is a court case going on or an impending court case in the states, and it is very very difficult for the royal family to go on record with these types of things. 
and it had been a largely a US story mm. until the uh, the catastrophic news night interview <laughs> by Mr York. Do Mr York, <laughs> Mr York, do, Bond villain. Do refer, do refer to our. Uh, uh, we did two, um, two really. I thought really did good you? episodes around that. Actually, we did one around the Newsnight podcast, and then one around the uh, uh, Newsnight interview, rather, and then a follow up one when um, Vanessa Jeffrey was on the telly mm. as well. So two episodes that are well worth looking back on. And in terms of the royal family, it, it being awkward for them to comment, it is similarly awkward for us to comment because I know, you know, in the past some listeners have been frustrated that we equally have not shone as much of a light on Prince Andrew as we have on other members of the royal family. Right, Russell, yes. what is coming up? What is coming up? Um, I mean... Gosh, where are we? So fr- we're Friday now, so we are expecting a statement from the palace um, about how much progress they've made. And I, don't, I think they, you know, they will have made some progress. I'm sure they are going to say, um, you know, because we've had more constructive discussions and we have set out a working timetable or a work, you know, a framework for it to, for the Sussexes to to split their time between UK and Canada. But as we've previously discussed, this is going to take some time. Um, on Monday, we have a very interesting reception, which is going to be at BP, marking the UK-Africa Investment Summit. Now, this is quite a big deal because um, William and Kate are going to be there on behalf of the Queen. So it's there, you know, another big foray into the world of taking over from, from uh, Her Majesty. And also the Wessexes will be there, and Princess Anne, I think, as yes. well, are mentioned. Um, some people predicting that Prince Harry might turn I've up. I've seen this, but, I mean, no. I, I, I could be wrong, but I can't see it. I think if you... He's I not going to be in the same room as, as, as William at the moment. And also, if you're trying to stop doing that yourself. and you're making it in the process of I'm sure you'd be that. very, very invested in, uh, interested in this UK-Africa Investment Summit, but... He won't be there. He can probably find a different way That's to get involved if he wants to. Have some of them round for well, tea he's got or loads something. Of stuff going on. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally prepared to come back to work on Tuesday. I've got a few days off, which is nice. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Russell, to rub that, rub that in because I expect you'll be working like a like a demon still. But um, you know, and be proved entirely wrong. But we shall see. And what else? You got you've got some some more travel. Yes, I'm going to Israel next week. Um, which will be fun. I'm going with the, uh, Prince Charles, and he is going to the World Holocaust Forum with some world leaders. So it is a big thing for him. Um, he's going to be um, to making a speech as well, and he's one of a very very small group of uh, world leaders who have been asked to to speak at the event. And he'll be meeting the Israeli president, and he will be also um, speaking. Oh, meeting uh, President Mahmoud Abbas. In Palestine, so you know it's very, very interesting time. Big deal, and we will be trying to catch up with yes, you from let's. there. Um, there's also an episode coming up about the uh, the press and uh, sort of the pa- the press and the palace, as it were, with a couple of interesting guests. Before we finish, Russell, I must just give you your presence, oh, yes. which is very important. I did promise you this. So while I bend down and pick it up, 
this afternoon, I headed down to the supermarket yes. to buy Russell some beer. I was like, all right, I'll see if I can find oh, something from Canada so or see what I can find. Um, so the first thing that happened, and then it, the whole thing turned into a metaphor for <laughs> the Sussexes leaving the royal family. The first thing that happened was I was bending over and my behind knocked two be- two bottles of beer off the shelf. Well, they kind of fizzed a bit. Oh, no. They kind of fizzed a bit. <laughs> can't so you there anywhere. Was, there was a little bit of best friend. So I'm looking for what I can find. Right, so I found a bottle of beer from Sussex. Hop head, light and hoppy, perfectly balanced light ale so that's from Sussex perfectly balanced yeah like and then I was lifestyle. like right okay so very, let's, very nice. now I need another one so I found um, San Francisco Liberty Ale and I thought oh well, this is appropriate <laughs> this is California going for freedom so I down I head and hand it over to the cashier to ring it up Tremendous. rings through the Sussex fine puts the American one in it's like it's not showing up there's no price in here. Let, I'll get a colleague and go check it. So she goes over to the shelves. There's no price on the shelves. Right. She checks it in the checker. There's no, she can't, like, so this is going on. I'm waiting. I know I'm meant to be coming back and talking to Russell. He's got lots going on. But it's like, I really want this beer. This is now, like, <laughs> this is now funny. So she can't, she cannot, she literally cannot find a price for Liberty Ale and ends up putting it through at the same price as Sussex. So basically they end up as exactly the very same thing. Very good. And that is a metaphor. And that is the punchline. Well, so, thank you very much. You're Russell, thank you for joining us. I Anytime. hope you managed to get some sleep, some beer, Not some yet. R&R, some you time know. with Mrs. Myers. Absolutely. And I may or may not see you before you go to Israel, but we will catch up very soon by by some means or another. Listeners, I hope you are coping all right with all of the drama. Do keep sending us your messages and we will mention as many of them in the show as possible. Thank you to everybody who has been leaving ratings and reviews on iTunes. They do really make a difference. So if any of you haven't, we would love it if you could. That would be fabulous. But until next time... Pod save the Queen!